Good morning, KSL News Time, 530. KSL's top story this hour. A judge ruled Attorney General Sean Reyes's hand uh, must hand over his work calendars to KSL and other news outlets. But just hours later, Republican lawmakers passed a bill to prevent public officials from having to hand over their calendars in the future. KSL News Radio's Peter Johnston begins our live team coverage, Eye on the Hill 2024. Peter? Amanda, yesterday's whiplash in, in this issue began when 3rd District Judge Patrick Quorum sided with KSL and ruled that Attorney General Reyes' calendars do belong in the public eye. Gorm's reason was that while private calendars don't fall under Utah's records law, Reyes' calendar had many official meetings that do count as public records. KSL first sued for the calendars back in 2022, arguing that the public deserves to know about calendar items, including private trips to other states and other personal ventures. Desert News reports that the, uh, this case was won uh, with the State Records Committee last spring, but the Attorney General appealed. Now, as you said, lawmakers did pass a bill called SB 240 that explicitly bans any uh, elected officials from having to give over their calendar to news outlets if it's for their sole personal use. So we'll keep more information coming as we find out more this morning. But for now, reporting live, Peter Johnston, KSL News Radio. A Utah Senate committee heard testimony from the former husband of Ruby Frankie on a, a bill seeking to regulate life coaches. KSL News Radio's Adam Small continues our live team coverage. Eye on the Hill 2024. Adam. Tim, Senator David Hinkins is sponsoring a bill that would require life coaches to be registered with the Utah Division of Preventive professional licensing to practice. Hankins says Kevin Frankie approached him about this issue in the first place. He wrote a letter to Hankins that he read to the Senate committee this week. These individuals are literally ghosts and are free to sell their supposed life fix expertise to anyone willing to purchase it. Frankie's ex-wife, Ruby Frankie, and her business partner and, and also life coach, Jody Hildebrand, were sentenced to prison last week after pleading guilty to aggravated child abuse. Live Adam Small, KSL News Radio. A bill to help fund a potential Major League Baseball stadium in Salt Lake City went through some significant changes. The bill no longer relies on hotel taxes. Instead, it puts taxes on rental cars and adds use taxes around the stadium site. The Senate president says the changes would still raise around $600 million rather than the nearly billion dollars originally proposed. KSL's top national stories this hour. A wildfire is uh, taking out homes in the Texas panhandle. Dry grass and seasonably warm temperatures and powerful winds have driven the flames across more than 350,000 acres, over 500 square miles of the Texas panhandle, beyond pastures and grassland. I know several people personally that have lost their homes in Canadian. Assistant Fire Chief Stephen Skipper. I know some of my family members have lost their home there. Firefighters from across the state are headed to the area north of Amarillo to help battle the flames. Jim Ryan, ABC News, Dallas. Changes are being made to the Kimball Junction project in Park City as they try and keep up with a growing number of cars. KS on his radio's Alessandra Gurr has the details. Over the last several months, the UDOT team has worked to reduce 30 different ideas on how to help traffic at Kimball Junction into just two alternative plans. One involves creating a split diamond interchange at the I-80 and SR-224 junction, and the other involves adding double turn lanes and pedestrian safety improvements. UDOT project manager Becky Stromness says they're now looking for more public comment to make sure the data they collected is accurate. Did we accurately reflect the, the travel time? Did we accurately reflect the backup queue? Or do you think we misrepresented or didn't properly apply that criteria 
with the results we came up with. They're accepting public comment through March 27th. Alessandra Gurr, KSL News Radio. Amtrak is out with a map of new proposed passenger train routes. KSL News Radio's Britt Johnson says the map includes new stops here in Utah. An Amtrak rep says these routes are just ideas with no major plans in the works. But John Gleason with Utah says he's excited for the possibility of new ways for people to travel, especially with routes connecting L.A., Las Vegas, and Salt Lake City. Those uh, proposed routes uh, were presented by the Federal Railroad Administration. First look traffic now, and here is Andy Farnsworth. And right now, travelers enjoying a full speed limit, a much better drive through that northern end of Utah County on dry roads. Everything's clear from the freeway up in Farmington where we had a northbound crash near the West Davis Corridor turnoff. I'm Andy Farnsworth in the KSL Traffic Center. The president's son, Hunter Biden, will testify behind closed doors in the Republican-led impeachment inquiry today. Here's ABC's Andy Field. The public won't see any of Hunter Biden's testimony. He's agreed to a closed-door session where House Republicans will ask whether he was in business with his father and taking cash from foreign governments. The younger Biden has repeatedly said that's not true. The GOP's prime witness against him has been charged with lying about that evidence. Hunter Biden has appeared twice on Capitol Hill to say he will testify in public. Republicans insisted it be out of public view. That hearing is scheduled to start around 8 o'clock our time. The body of a 70-year-old woman in, in Brigham City was found in a creek after she was reported missing by her husband. KSL-TV's Andrew Adams is following the story. Investigators say they've yet to uncover any history that would shed more light. And they haven't found any surveillance footage in the neighborhood that would provide more clues. A lot of the creek bed is rocky, so we can't tell where exactly she went in the water. Police say the woman's family is cooperating in the investigation. The deadliest national park in the United States is not in Utah, but it is nearby. KSL News Radio's Michael committees live with who holds that dubious title. Michael? Tim, the podium spot goes to Lake Mead Recreational Area in Nevada, and honestly, it's by virtue of just how big it is. Lake Mead's recreation area includes 750 miles of shoreline and 1.5 million acres of terrain. Now, drownings make up a large portion of these fatalities, mostly caused by not wearing a life vest. But suicides off of Hoover Dam or deaths on Highway 95 also got included. The changing waterways also reveal drop-offs and other environmental risks. Now, in total, Lake Mead accounts for a whole 7% of national park deaths. So it's safe to say the next time you go, please be prepared and stay safe. Reporting live, Michael Kimmitt, KSL News Radio.